Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, I'm your host, Steve, and with me, as always, is uh, Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello. Hi. Uh, you know, normally we start off with um, some jokes, or we'll start off with personal anecdotes and stuff. But oh, you we're know, not doing personal anecdotes. No, anecdote. you know what? I think this is going to be uh, a bit of a downer episode, at least in the beginning. You know, we're going to tackle some serious subject matter. Um, so this is what we so originally we're gonna do fall preview right we're gonna do like fall movies fall tv shows and we'll get to that later but i think it's impossible to do like a pop culture anything really this week without first talking about like the whole harvey weinstein yeah thing so um do you want i i'm sure like most people know some of it like even like my wife who isn't super into like the inner workings of pop culture. Um, even like she knew about it. We like talked about it like last night and stuff. So I think most people know about it. But for those of those of our listeners um, who don't know like the full breadth of what's going on and like how serious it is, do you want to give like a quick summary? Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be quick, but like just whatever you think is like pertinent. Um, so on October 5th, that's like almost 10 days ago, mm-hmm. the New York Times, and I distinctly remember clicking on the New York Times and seeing this and just yeah. like kind of clicking into it. And I always just kind of assumed, and people do say this was like the most open Hollywood secret ever. People right. have been alluding to this. People have been like joking about it for I mean, years. Seth MacFarlane mm-hmm. did the Oscars. Was it the Oscars? It was like the Oscar nominations. And basically when he was announcing the lead actress names, um, he was like, oh, and all five of you no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein uh, anymore since you got your Oscar nominations. And like as a joke in itself, I think it's funny, but it's not funny once you realize like, wait, no, he, you're not joking. Exactly. Like, it's not a joke. Like, I originally was like, oh, that's, that's funny. funny. It's yeah. supposed to be funny, yeah. but it's not. I didn't know it was so rooted in reality. Um. So... Yeah, so the New York Times published a story on October 5th about Harvey Weinstein, who is arguably, was arguably the most powerful man in Hollywood. I, I have a hard um, time making an argument for anyone else. Because mm-hmm, he used to be the head of Miramax, Miramax. and then he um, formed his own production company, the Weinstein Company, um, but basically alleging that he engaged in decades-long right. um, pattern of sexual misconduct. And... The New York Times article, I think, um, quoted like dozens of celebrities, some who um, chose to be public about who they are. So Ashley Judd and Rose McGowan. And then it was like dozens of celebrities who have worked with him have weighed in um, with their own accusations. And so that in itself was pretty damning. And, you know, like Steve, you can get into it, but he was quick to Weinstein was quick to kind of deny the allegations or just kind of like make an excuse for why he behaved the way he behaved. And then, um, and then like, I think five days afterwards, uh, Ronan Farrow, who is the son of Mia Farrow, and he's a journalist, um, he published an article in The New Yorker and it featured comments from 13 like additional women who said that Weinstein acted inappropriate towards them. Mm -hmm. And then what's even more damning is that including uh, three who said he like full on raped them. And so after those two articles, like a bazillion people have come forward. I know. It's so many. It's like every day it's somebody else. And I'm not saying that in the tone of like, oh God, it's another person. But like it's, it's every day someone else comes forward. And some of these people are like at the top of their game. So like Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie has said that she's warned women for years not to work with him um and so it kind of Cara Delevingne like all of these people I sent you an article about um like New York Magazine kind of put together a list of all of the mm-hmm. allegations and the actresses who have um, it's a long list it's 43 women and that was posted uh like five days ago so and since then there's been more, there's been a lot more and it's yeah. just just it's opened up this floodgate of women who have um, not only accused Weinstein of this, but it's it's very apparent that this is a rampant behavior in Hollywood and yeah. of people who have power. Um, and it's terrifying and it's terrible. And um, since then, he's been fired from his own company. 
yesterday he was booted out of the academy. I saw that, yeah. Um, he's apparently in Arizona for treatment. I don't know. Um, oh, is it Arizona? I thought he... I, or yeah. in Europe. I don't Somewhere, know. Somewhere, yeah. But, um, but it's not the end. Like, I right. think this is just kind of the beginning of getting down to this really deep-rooted, terrible problem in Hollywood. Um... So we'll see where it goes, but every day... It's kind of like um, every morning I wake up to the news that like Trump has done yet another thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's moving us closer to um, self-implosion and destruction. And it, this is the same thing. Like, it just there just doesn't seem to be an end here. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's important to note that like these are all allegations. Um, he claims that this is all the he doesn't deny that stuff happened he just claims that they were all consensual um but i mean you you can take that for what it's for what it's worth uh to us like not much you know um i think for those of you who are like oh like who is i've never even heard of this guy before you know it's important to note like this is a really weird parallel to draw but like if you watch the the tv show entourage there's, like, a producer there whose name is, like, Harvey, and they call him Harvey. He's, like, the crazy guy who, like, freaks out on on the guys at, like, the film festival, and he freaks out on them, like, at restaurants and stuff, and he's based off of Harvey Weinstein. That's, like, the... He's known to have, like, a very toxic um, personality, and, like, he can throw a tantrum, like, instantly. You know, like, that's kind of his, his M.O. Um, and for me, what has been... That, so that was, like, completely shock, shocking, like, hearing that. And just, like, the scope of, like, the damage he's mm-hmm. done f- from, like, for, like, it was, like, 20 years, right? At least. Yeah. I think it was a little more, right? Um, so it's been, like, 25 years of, like, terror for this guy. And then seeing people's, like, fake sadness about it or, like, their hypocrisy, um, like... There's someone that you and I, like, especially don't like, right? And and we'll see how this affects his movie. Because he's in Justice League. He's Batman. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know if I'm stepping on your toes no, 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 on, no, no, the, no. on the movies that would be... But, yeah. but it just came to mind because mm-hmm. uh, we were no, talking exactly about it. that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, so Ben Affleck, right? He goes on Twitter and is like... I don't even know what his exact response was, so I may be getting it he wrong. He said that the allegations of assault against Weinstein made him sick and that he was very saddened and angry that a man who I worked with used his position of power to intimidate, sexually harass, and manipulate many women over decades. And that then was Rose his. McGowan just put him on blast. And she right? was like, what are you talking about? Like, I came to you, I told you, and your response was, I can't believe he did it again. Um, right? Here's- no, he said... Yeah, yeah. I told him to stop doing that. Like yeah, that's I told him to stop yeah, doing it. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm just, and then I think people also like it resurfaced because people found a video of him on like TRL years back, and mm-hmm. I can't believe we're still talking about TRL and TRL is coming TRL back. TRL, yeah, and, yeah. Um, like someone found a video of him on TRL like groping like a female reporter. Um, yeah, Hillary Burton, who's an actress. Right, um, and then. Yeah, so she was like, Ben Affleck totally groped me on like while we were doing that interview, and then he apologized and he said that he had acted inappropriate toward her, but he didn't like directly acknowledge like what he was apologizing for, and then um, and then another person like a makeup artist um, tweeted that she like he like grabbed her inappropriately at a mm -hmm, 2014 like golden globes party so like his behavior has just been so um talked about yeah but like this like for someone who is not harvey weinstein i think he's the next (laughs) he's the second person of like um that people have been directing their you know yeah uh Anger. Anger yeah, I, and it's also important to note for those of you who like may not. Oh, like why is this like a big deal? Like who's Harvey Weinstein? And they're like, you know, aren't there so many other like actors or directors who've been accused of this like kind of behavior? And so it's important to note, like the kind of role that Harvey plays in Hollywood, and the the role of like the power producer. Mm-hmm. And so like for Harvey Weinstein, his role because his movies like if. If we told them to you, they're not something like Star Wars or the Avengers or stuff like that. They're independent 
films and like Oscar buzz films. So it's films like, you know, I think the last winner he had was The King's Speech, you know, mm-hmm. um, Shakespeare in Love, mm-hmm. uh, Good Will Hunting. Mm-hmm. It's these like films that are made for like specifically for the Oscars. And the amount of people that. Or the yeah, the amount of people who thank him when they get onto the Oscar stage heard, is astounding. Yeah, I heard so someone said not to cut you off someone said that he's the second most thanked person at the after Oscar. God? No, after <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, essentially God. You know? Yeah. Um Yeah, it's like Judy Dench and Gwyneth Paltrow and Jennifer Lawrence and I think it also puts people in awkward positions too because they've credited him for so long for their careers and then and then it's having to clarify their positions their like their relationship with it's just it's so convoluted and messy and um it's just like the tentacles of which like the Mm -hmm. grip that he has Mm -hmm. offers so many different things Mm -hmm. not just in the movies that he's produced not just in the actors and actresses that like we know that he's worked with has been it's been astonishing they're not just actresses and actors coming forward they're um employees of his they're his assistants they're makeup artists just any anybody in the industry I think for as big of a world it is it's it's also a small world yeah yeah and it's sick. It's sickening. It's so sickening. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, um, like, to go back, you know, where it's like, oh, but there are actors who've been accused of stuff. Directors, like, what's the difference, right? Like, those people are a little different in that, like, with actors, they have to be cast. With mm-hmm. directors, you know, someone has to finance those movies. Like, Harvey's job was specifically the... Uh, collecting and distributing of power. Yeah. Like, he he was the money who was, like, paying for these films. You know, like, he was... He was essentially just a... Like, not all producers do the same things, but with Harvey Weinstein, because I think the kind of talk about it is that, like, his brother Rob, I think, mm-hmm. right? His brother Rob was, like, the artistic one. Um, Harvey was, like, the power broker. Mm. You know, so, like, his role specifically was just to be of like brokering power you know so people came to him when they wanted like influence when they wanted fame when they wanted you know money when they wanted um their craft to be kind of uh viewed as like an art form you know not just like entertainment you know so that's why it's it's like really sickening because you could see that like he had collected all this power and then used it to like take advantage of like so many people mm-hmm. you know and what's like really heartbreaking to hear is like when you hear these women like in the new york times article like you hear women's the like the the alleged victims be like yeah none of us knew each other you yeah. know like they were all spread out so no one could like uh corroborate like their stories you know yeah. and that's like so heartbreaking to hear you know that they all felt like they were like you know, there. Were, I think uh, one of the anonymous um, victims was like, "Oh yeah, like I thought to myself, like maybe I'm the crazy one." Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like so heartbreaking to hear. And even like you mentioned, like it wasn't just like power players, and it wasn't just it was like it's such a mix of people. Yeah. And like because it was like this open secret, like this web is has so many people like tangled up Mm -hmm. in it you know like this could whether directly or indirectly whether people knew about it or whether like they just like kind of knew about it but it was like a like something you knew but you didn't talk about like this i wouldn't be surprised if it was like hundreds of people that are like either directly or indirectly like involved in this like because if you think of like agents managers Mm -hmm. like all these people that are sending their clients like to meetings with this guy and what they what did you know what didn't you know it's just it's insane um why don't we why don't i read the statement from harvey weinstein Mm -hmm. um this is a doozy so this is his first statement when the news story broke is he still suing the new york times uh i think so for reckless reporting something like i don't even know exactly what He's suing them for. So, okay, so this is, um, you know, like like Jen said, um, he got fired from the Weinstein Company. Uh, 
And uh, I don't know if he released this before or after, but, you know, around that same time, this is what he... It starts off bad, and it, like, gets worse. Here's the first thing he says. I came of age in the 60s and 70s when all the rules about behavior and workplaces were different. That was the culture then. What? What is the culture? I, I don't even know. Whatever. Um, I have since learned it's not an excuse in the office or out of it to anyone. I realized some time ago that I needed to be a better person and my interactions with the people I worked with have changed. I appreciate the way I've behaved with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain and I sincerely apologize for it. Though I'm trying to do better, I know I have a long way to go. That is my commitment. My journey now will be to learn about myself and conquer my demons. Over the last year, I've asked Lisa Bloom to tutor me and she's put together a team of people. I've brought on therapists and I plan to take a leave of absence from my company and to deal with this issue head on. I so respect all the women and regret what happened. I hope that my actions will speak louder than words and that one day we will all be able to earn their trust and sit down together with Lisa to learn more. Jay-Z wrote in 444, I'm not the man I thought I was and I better be that man for my children. That, oh no, the same is true for me. I want a second chance in the community, but I know I've got to work I've got work to do to earn it. I have goals that are now priorities. Trust me, this isn't an overnight process. I've been trying to do this for 10 years and this is a wake-up call. I cannot be more remorseful about the people I hurt and I plan to do right by them all. Or do right by all of them. (laughs) I'm going to need a place to channel that anger. So I've decided I'm going to give the NRA my full attention. I hope Wayne LaPierre will enjoy his retirement party. I'm going to I'm going to do it at the same place I had my bar mitzvah. I'm making a movie about our president. Perhaps we can make it a joint retirement party. One year ago, I began organizing a $5 million foundation to give scholarships to women directors at USC. While this might seem coincidental, it has been in the works for a year. It will be named after my mom, and I won't disappoint her. That, there's... There's no... no, Yeah, exactly. Nothing about this is okay. Nothing. Nothing. Like... Blaming it on, like, culture yeah. back then. I've since learned it's not... Like, he still doesn't even acknowledge or admit, like, what he did, you know? Um, name-dropping Lisa Bloom as though that's gonna, like, make him more sympathetic... Yeah. ...is, like, pretty sad. And for those... Maybe people might not know who Lisa Bloom is. Um, Lisa Bloom is... Um, an attorney and she's like uh, huge into like she represents a lot of people a lot of women who like brought cases against like Bill O'Reilly I think Roger Ailes and uh, well I know for a fact Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump Mm -hmm. and I may be Roger Ailes you know and so she was also part of what is it Uh, Harvey Weinstein's like PR disaster team um, so I don't, I, now this part I'm iffy on, but I believe it's not like she took the job after the allegations came out. I mean, in his statement, he said that he's been working with her for over a year. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, since then she has stepped down. From, like two days after. Yeah, two days after, stepped down from his, uh, from being on his team. Um, and then this whole, like, at the end, like turning like, oh, now I'm going to go after the NRA. You know, like, wow, wait, like, you scumbag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, after the Vegas stuff, you you know? know? Yes, and then I think the statement that you read also was in response to the New York Times article, and I don't even think he realized how big this would become. Yeah. Because that was before the New Yorker article. It It was, was, yeah. It was This was only in response to the New York Times one. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. I honestly am a little bit astounded that Lisa Bloom and his quote-unquote team at that time even decided that that was an appropriate <laughs> enough response um yeah. but certainly i think if you had given it like an extra day or two like Oof. that response would be completely different because it is so off the mark and off tone. so tone deaf yeah um yeah and so i think uh we talked a little bit about ben affleck but like mm. our other uh his other friend, Matt Damon, Matt, oh, is also man. implicated in this too. And it's You were like, explaining it to me, right? It's a little bit like um so like this journalist um claimed that like back in two thousand four she had an article where she worked on a story about his 
like sexual misconduct and then it was buried by um, editors and like the direct allegations against Weinstein were like edited out and so she insinuated that this was due to pressure from him and like obviously like the power yeah. powers to be but then she also noted that like before the editors like completely killed her story like she had received phone calls from Matt Damon and Russell Crowe also being like you know vouching for you know um like Weinstein mm-hmm. and so you know like Matt Damon I think he like he kind of tried to like deny the impact of that story yeah and yeah. so he was just like oh like the phone call that I had with this journalist back then like had nothing to do with the story and and so she also has now been like yeah like I don't think he knew what he was like um, what he was trying to mm-hmm. kill. he called me briefly about something else like it wasn't about the article yeah whatever but in doing all of that, Matt Damon, who has also become my one of my least favorite people, um, he basically was just like, you know, as the father of four daughters, like this kind of like sexual predation like, <laughs> keeps me up at night. And like a lot of people have, been, of people saying have been saying that, that yeah. like as the father of daughters, as the mother of daughters, as you know, as but the like son of a mother. I'm sorry. So until the moment that your daughter came out of. The, into this like life did you not understand that it was okay to did you think that it was okay to assault right, me? like right. so like I don't understand that defense I don't understand when people are using it, it because it makes absolutely no sense um it like only makes sense to other guys who mm-hmm. are as oblivious as them that's the only people it like makes sense to you know it, yeah it's just it's terrible he's terrible his yeah. friend is terrible they all need to go away I know. I, I hate that he's like, it'll be named after my mom. It's like, everyone has a mom. Like, <laughs> I don't like the whole, like, using your mom as, like, a... Yeah. As, like, a shield. Yeah. So... Like, I, everyone has a mom. I, I mean, yeah. Or everyone knows someone who's a woman. <laughs> yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is incredibly terrible. Um, like, unless you're a monk at a monastery. <laughs> Even then, I think you know yeah. that women do not deserve to be. Yeah, even then, you still knew, had a mom at some point, you know? I don't know. So, do you think that he can ever come back from this? I, I hate that. I hate thinking about that. Yeah. Only because Holly would love to come back story. No. I mean... The way I think of it is, like, you take a look at, like, Woody Allen, Mel Gibson. Yeah, I, the Mel yeah. Gibson thing is the one that, like, I think about. Yeah. And I'm just, like... I, I think this is too far. I think this, like, even for Hollywood, yeah. this is too far. Yeah. I, I do believe that. But it's not It's impossible. not impossible. It, that's, 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 that's the... That's the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not saying it's, like, probable. I'm not saying I'm, like, betting on it. I'm not saying, like, I'm predicting it. I'm just saying it just doesn't seem impossible, you know? Like, I mean, that's the whole... That's, like, the culture we live in now, right? Which is that, like, anything that seemed impossible is going to happen. Yeah. You know, when you take a look at, like, the election, when you take a look <laughs> at, like, just pop culture and, like, in general, like, everything that seems impossible... Yeah. It's not, not only is it actually possible, but, like, that's what ends up happening. So, um, but I do, I do think that this is just, it's too much. It's been, and over such a long period of time, like, so much damage where I think it'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to imagine anyone that's, like, you know what, yeah, that's the, I want to bet on that underdog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's too much. So, I'm I, almost reverse jinxing it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm, all, I almost want to like be like not impossible just to be like it shouldn't happen. You know? Um, what do you think? I don't. I don't think he can ever come back from this. I think this, this, it's just too many women. It's too, too many much, people. Yeah. He's never gonna be allowed near Hollywood again. And as. Um, it should be as it should be and he'll live out his life still as a very rich white man and that's the I keep forgetting the story but um but I think and I think also why like his quote unquote comeback will be harder is 
because I think this scandal has become one of the biggest controversies that's ever. Actually, that's a really good And like, point. yes, that's the Mel really Gibson point. thing, the Woody Allen thing, obviously they were big in their own time, but, but Mel Gibson and Woody Allen and all of these other people who have been accused of misconduct or whether racial or sexual or whatever, um, their, their influence and their reach isn't as wide as this. Exactly. That's a really good and point. And I, so I think... I think it's near impossible for him to ever make a comeback. And then the ripples of, th- of this, all of this will be felt for a really, really, really long time, um, including this fall movie season. So there are a couple of movies that are coming out, which I think will have a tough time with this. That's great, um, yeah. So then to like, so then we talked a little bit about Matt Damon and um, Ben Affleck, and they both have movies coming out. Well, Matt Damon um, has one coming out too. It's called Suburbicon, and it's directed by uh, George Clooney. And both have them. Both of them have, both like very much, um, like distance themselves mm-hmm, from and been like, we don't um, like, we we never knew about this. Right, right. Um, uh, I actually don't believe what people say that they they don't know they didn't know about this. I mean, I think um, even George Clooney. I read somewhere he was like. I heard rumors, but right. So, I've like, never even George Clooney, like, so did you hear about the Gwyneth Paltrow story where she when she was like twenty two, mm-hmm, and like and she, she went to Brad Pitt, mm-hmm, and right? he like <laughs> tried to beat him up. Um, but like, they're all friends. There's no way exactly. people don't know about it. Um, so, anyway, so Matt Damon, he's gonna have to answer all of these questions, and then Ben Affleck's in Justice League, uh-huh. and he's gonna have to answer all of these questions, right? And um, Mel Gibson's coming out with a movie, and he, I think it'll be an interesting test for him because, yeah. yes, he had a good year last year with Hacksaw Ridge, mm-hmm, right? but like, I think, I and I do think the press went really easy on him last year. Agreed. But I think that his continual attempt to revive his career, this post Weinstein, isn't going to go as well. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I hate. I hate this, but there's been so many rumors about Louis C.K. Really? Mm-hmm. And like people have called him out, and um, Whoa. and he refuses to like acknowledge the rumors that are rumors. What exactly are the rumors? That he masturbates in front of female comics, uh, like that he's what? just not. Yeah, and like Tig Notaro, who um, I think he produces her show. Like even she's been very kind of vocal about the fact. Or not the fact, but like he's he's called she's called him out, what? and he denies the whole thing. But he has made this movie called um, "I Love You, Daddy," and it's 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 about like it's about the TV industry, and they're like John Malkovich plays this like um, like director who's like like seducing his teenage daughter. So like it's very like parallel to like Whoa. the actual stuff that's like happening right now but in addition to that because Louis CK is also mired in these like rumors that don't seem to be going away okay. like I think that'll affect his movie so like all of these movies that I'm listing aren't necessarily like Weinstein company Weinstein mm-hmm. produced movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they're but it just goes to show you like how tangled all of this is and how mired people are in this because it's bringing up other things and other allegations of other people like so it's just it's it's gonna it's gonna affect a lot of um press tours i think oh man yeah that's that's nuts you know and and i'm just being reminded now also of like it's we're not that far removed from like the whole dr luke thing Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. with like with kesha and stuff and just it just goes to show like this isn't uh, specific to, you know, producers. This no. isn't specific to, even to Hollywood. I'm sure this happens everywhere. It happens all the time. All the time, just everywhere. And people feel like they can't go to their HR teams about it. They can't say anything because, again, it's the power thing. Um, should we read the Emma Thompson yeah. thing real quick? Uh, Emma, so Emma Thompson said something... Interesting. I think I don't know if it was BBC or not. So she says um, regarding the allegations against Weinstein, uh, saying that they were part of a larger culture of sexual abuse. And you know, here's her quote: 
Um, it happens uh, in business, science, academia, government. It's the entitlement of too many men, and it is an epidemic. Mm. End quote. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, like, that. That's that's like yeah. really heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, and like we so want it to not be true, but it so is. You know, and for so many people, it's like a reality that they live in just like every day. Yeah. You know, um, so what are like how like I don't even know with other people like with the Mel Gibsons the Woody Allens or whatever it's just like you can see how like okay like they're booted you know and life moves on like this life obviously moves on but it's just like it affects so many people I just it's hard to imagine what like Khan is gonna look like yeah you know or the next Oscar or the next Oscars yeah yeah because yeah, I think the Weinstein company is probably going to dismantle right like it's... I don't see even you know that that's a great question like what does the Weinstein company even do at this point well like what does the board do I have no idea I have no idea um any other concluding thoughts about this whole Harvey Weinstein thing? no I think uh I think we'll probably this won't be the last time we talk about it here. Yeah, probably not. The last thing we hear um, about it because just every day it just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, Should we take a break, or you want to go right into? Yeah, we can take a break. All right. Why don't we take a break a little bit, and then uh, when we come back, uh, we'll do fall preview. So we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, okay, so let's change gears and talk about some of the uh, fall stuff that we're looking for. So let's end on an upswing. Yes, end on an upswing. Uh, Jen and I just took a bunch of shots to get over <laughs> this whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Um, how many TV shows do you have? Um, in, not including the one we have in common. Uh, two, and then I can talk a little bit about the shows that premiered last season that okay. I'm going to continue to watch this season. Okay, okay. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just have one new one, and it, this one isn't uh, a network one. This is... I think I'm the only one who really watches network television. Oh, I guess I, I guess I only have the one network one that you and I have. Uh, so, yeah. okay, so my, I have two um, that are on streaming platforms uh, on Netflix. Uh, the first one is um, a show that premiered on September 15th um, you may or may not have heard about it. It's called American Vandal. And, uh... The, I heard nothing about it. You'd heard nothing about it? Okay. Until, I, like, really, really recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Same here, same here. Um, so I heard about it on, like... I read, like, one article on it seemed intriguing, but didn't really pay any attention to it. And then, um... What is it? Uh, my wife and I were at a friend's place, and they're like, you have to watch this TV show okay. called American Vandal. I was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'd heard about it. Uh, we watched, like, a few episodes, and, like, we came home and, like, finished it, mm-hmm. right, uh, over the next few days. So it's essentially a mockumentary that is done, like, serial style. It's, like, very clearly based off serial. So it's about, like, this high school student. And it's also, like, funny. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not about murder. Um, and they even acknowledge in the show, at one point, the guy's like, yeah, have, have you ever, like, listened to serial? You know, um... So it's about, like, this uh, high school where, you know, someone has spray-painted, like, dicks on all the teachers. I don't know anyone. Okay, okay, go on. Uh, uh, Someone has spray-painted dicks. Is that the vandal? Yeah, that's the vandal. Someone has spray-painted dicks on all the teachers' cars. Yeah. And they think it's this one kid and a fellow student goes on this, like, journey to, like... um, Figure out who did it. Figure out who really did it. You know, that it's, like, this whole conspiracy to, like, frame this one kid. Um, It's funny. It's, like, heartbreaking. it's a comedy-ish? Dramedy? Dramedy. It's a dramedy. It's more drama with... And there are, like, funny parts of it because it's, like, high school students and doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, But it definitely makes you think a lot um eight episodes eight episodes each one ranges from like 26 to 40 minutes oh, not okay. long at all okay. i i highly recommend it uh we finished it it's we're talking about like fall preview about a show like that's the thing about netflix right yeah which is that like technically it's a fall show. it premiered in the fall in the fall like 
two and a half weeks ago. Like, I guess now, like, it's been three weeks. Three weeks ago. Um, but if you, like, watch it fast enough, like, you're already done with it. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. It's, like, a great fall TV watch, I think. You okay. know? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's solid. It's really good. Okay. It's really good. Okay. What, what, what's your first one? Um, so I watch a lot of network television <laughs> and I also watch a lot of ABC for whatever reason. It's so it's on ABC good. a lot. So <laughs> it's good. Um, so I watched this, sh- I'm starring this show called the mayor. Yeah, it's I- a half hour comedy. It's so cute. <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing? No, I'm laughing. Cause like when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be so dumb. But then, like, there's so much good buzz around it. It's, it's, and I can see why, because it's just, like, the main character who, so it basically, it's this, like, struggling hip-hop artist who's, like, a young guy. He, like, runs for mayor of the small town to, like, promote his, like, mixtape, and he ends up winning the election. And so then, um, the person he was running against, um, is, like, David Spade, (laughs) Oh, that so David Spade so loses, funny. but he's still on like the yeah, city yeah, yeah. council, and and then um, Leah Michelle, who I don't really like, but um, she plays from his, Glee. Mm-hmm. Okay, she plays his chief of staff, but it's just you know it's like a unlike real life politics <laughs> at the moment. It's about this like person who has absolutely no experience running anything, coming into it and kind of trying to figure things out. But unlike real life politics um does a good job yeah and he actually cares about things and he's uh, endearing and uh, he's likable um yeah he's his he was raised by a single mom so like um uh, her name's like yvette yvette nicole brown she was in community uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. so he she plays the mom like and he's surrounded by these like his friends who like are his like you know like director of constituents and like just like <laughs> yeah, press yeah. like but he just basically gives them jobs but it's I've, there's been it aired twice so there's been two episodes and it's just it's funny like it's a it's just like a lighthearted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. comedy-ish ABC's um, good at, at, at the lighthearted comedy stuff yeah I like I like their multi-camera um, sitcom so that's been one show that I've been watching very cool um my next one is another Netflix uh so it's fall uh, TV, and it ha- but it hasn't come out yet, and which is another thing that like I think Netflix does on purpose. Like normally for network TV, it's like they have to fill Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, eight, eight thirty, nine, nine thirty, ten, and so they bring them all out at once and give them different slots. Netflix seems to because people are binge watching it, like they, they don't need to fill exactly days. So they do American Vandal in September and October is um they're like oh everyone who's gonna watch that initial um rush of american vandal they'll watch that and then by october they're ready for stranger things i'm excited stranger things season two um comes out october 27th right before halloween um i'm i'm so are you gonna binge it you know i don't know because my wife doesn't watch it she didn't watch season one um she didn't want to or like it's just not type of thing that she watched like the type of genre you know what you know it is like she would enjoy it except for the scary parts of which there are many mm. you know it, it was it's a little freaky yeah. oh i yeah. think it's more than a little fr- yeah. I, I remember not i remember like watching the first few episodes by myself at night yeah. and i couldn't do that anymore yeah you have to watch it during the day i have to watch it during the day i have yeah. to make sh- not make sure but like an added bonus is if like roommates were home mm-hmm. you know but at the very least it had to be daytime yeah if it was nighttime people had to be home and awake that was the only way I could watch it I sound pathetic right now <laughs> <laughs> but uh, whatever that's life um, yeah I'm like so excited I actually just watched the, tr- the second trailer for season two and I'm I'm so hyped for this I can't wait the one thing though it's hard when you have a show based on like kids because they grow up so fast and they like the kids even look a little bit different from season one, I oh, mean, which is natural. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. growing. Um, <laughs> but I also don't want them to lose that like cuteness. Yeah, or, the kidness. Yeah, the kid, in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I hate the preteen pubescent, <laughs> awkward. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like, ah, uh, they should film all of these like yeah. <laughs> back to back to back to back. <laughs> you know, I was actually surprised. That they brought. It seems like 
they literally brought everyone back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess not surprising. I just, I don't know how to describe it. I guess I was just, I thought they'd go in a different direction a little bit, but it seems like it's like, and this, I don't mean this in like a bad way. They're just like, just bring the back the gang back together yeah. again. But that's not like a bad thing. I just wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I thought it, maybe it'd be like the young kids, but maybe not like the older kids too. Yeah. But they literally brought everyone back. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm excited for it. They added the guy from Mad About You. Paul Reiser? I think he's in it, yeah. Like as what? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think, and then I think I saw Sean Astin in it. Okay. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I'm excited for it. Um, it looks like everything is, like, bigger. Yes. You know, like, the monster is bigger. Like, the conspiracy is, like, bigger. Like, everything is just bigger and badder, and I, I just can't wait for it. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be good. I think so, too. I have high hopes. I hope it lives up to season one. I, you know what? The trailer makes it seem like it, it, it can't miss. I, especially if, like, when I think about it, too, like, season one was definitely imperfect, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so it's not like you're trying to make a sequel to, like, There Will Be Blood. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like this impossible mark, like, oh, how are you ever going to live up yeah. to this? Like, it, maybe in terms of, like, surprise and, like, um, it might be hard to live up to, like, how, like, off guard it'll catch you, you know, in terms of, like, how, like great this is but in terms of like the quality you know it like not to say that season one isn't great like difficult but not like impossible yeah you know what i mean so um yeah that's why i do actually i normally try to temper my expectations but it's really hard okay it's really hard when it comes to stranger things season two um what's your second show um it's also on abc <laughs> Um, we only watch Netflix and ABC. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I started watching this show called The Good Doctor, and I it's one of those things that I feel like is just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna watch like all of season one, and then I'll just stop watching it because it it's um, it's like a it's very procedural. Okay, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it revolves around. Um, it's actually based on a Korean drama, so they bought the rights to mm, the Korean mm-hmm. drama. And I don't think it's similar. I didn't watch the drama, but like I. I think the idea, the genesis of the idea is, like, the same, but they obviously, like, for cultural differences or whatever, have to make it different. But um, Freddie Highmore, who's, like, a child, who was a child actor, he was, um, like, in Finding Neverland, and, like, he grew up to, like, he was in Bates Motel. So he plays the lead character, and he basically um, is is autistic. and In real life or in the show? In the show, and he's a doctor, and so it's the challenges. So the the head of the hospital really believes in him because they have history, like, way back. Um, But obviously, it's a hard thing for other hospital administrators and fellow doctors to, to believe that, like, someone who's on the spectrum can be... A, a doctor? S- doctor, like a surgical doctor. Whoa. And so it's like those challenges. That is interesting. Um, but then it's like a procedural because like every week there's a case kind right, of. Right, and right, like right. he sees things that other people don't see and like all this stuff. But I think he's doing a fantastic job at like portraying this like, at this character who's very, who's like, he's, he's high functioning, but he also is very, um, the way that he connects with people is definitely different from how other people connect. And, um, yeah. So he has to kind of overcome like everybody doubting him, including his own like patients. Mm -hmm. So I watched two episodes. I gave it a season pass. We'll see, but you know, I might, I might not keep it, but yeah, so far, so far, so good. So far it's okay. Like I, I think procedurals are like pretty, like, you know, like you just, have it on and it's yeah. like there's no high thinking involved and there's no stringing like big plot exactly, involved. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Okay. Great, great, great. Um, my last one is also on your list. Yes. Um, so this, We love. <coughs> oh, this is neither ABC nor, nor Netflix. NBC. This is great. NBC, right? Um, the Good Place. Yes. It is so good. So good. I, okay, so uh, we'd watched season one last year. We recapped it. Um, season two, maybe if you haven't 
watched it kind of skip forward the next few minutes for to avoid spoilers if you're trying to avoid it um, i don't think we should spoil anything okay i will try to okay because uh, there's i think more people out there who haven't watched it and i think it's our job to get them okay to okay, okay okay yeah good 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 call um if you haven't watched season one uh i believe it's on demand on the website like you can watch all that's how i actually watched it. i watched it on hulu i think it's now on netflix so oh it is on netflix you're right, right. uh it's on netflix um, or you can watch it on NBC.com uh, if you don't have Netflix. Um, season one is phenomenal. There's a twist at the end or whatever. Um, and then season two, you're like, oh, well, what are they going to do? What? To hang on that point a little bit, yeah. the twist on season one completely upends the entire yes. premise of the show. Yes, yes, Yeah, yes. which is really hard to do, right? Um, like, not only... For me, I think it's like... Yeah, like, totally, like, super hard to do, but then I was like, where do you go from here? So that is the other question. And they, it, like, it's kind of like watching, like, floor exercise for the Olympics. I'm just like, how do you, what are you going to do now? Okay. And they always manage to, to land. To land, exactly. Like, they are just nailing every note, like, hitting every beat. And normally when I use those terms, like, oh, like, hitting the same notes, like, it's the same beats. Like, I mean that, like, um, pejoratively, but in this case, like, they're, like, just everything. Everything is a success. Like, every risk they take, every um, plot device they use, like, things that I see coming, things that I don't see coming, just everything is just so well done. Um, and it, I, for me, I guess I was on this, like, snob train of like oh network television you know what i mean yeah. i was like if it's not on like uh cable then it's not worth watching if it's not streaming it's not worth binging you know um and so i'm gonna like eat a, a little slice of humble pie on this one this is a network show you know 20 25 minutes long it's a comedy and and it is so delightful to watch. It, like, it makes me so, so happy. It's so great. And the thing is, like, um, I feel like for season one, like, everything kind of builds up to that finale, right? And then yes. you, like, you're just like, crap, I need to go back and watch. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, there must have been clues and there must be things. And then we're, like, what, three, four episodes into season two? Yeah. And I've found that, like, every single episode, episode this season has been an upending of so like what they did in the season finale last year that one time thing they've done it every single episode this season and And it's multiple times multiple times it's just so so interesting can we talk about the cast i think it's like the most perfectly cast group of human beings so funny so great so Um, diverse who's your favorite um i mean it's still i think you i I was, like, thinking about this, and I was wondering if we should save this for, like, a different podcast or whatever, but... Like, like a good place podcast? No, no, no. Ted Danson. Oh, okay. Yeah. He is on... And this is a question. He's on the Mount Rushmore of, like, greatest TV actors. Sure. Cheers. Becker. Becker. There was the one on HBO he did it with Jason Schwartzman and um, Zach Galifianakis. He was on, like, an HBO show for that, and... And then you have The Good Place, you know, um, I mean, he, I feel like he is one of the greatest TV actors, like, of, just ever, just ever, because it's not like TV's been around for, like, hundreds of years, it's only been around for, like, decades. He was on CSI Cyber, okay. CSI what? He was on CSI Cyber. What? Which I think was a spinoff of CSI, just Crime Scene Investigation, which he was also on for four years. Um, I don't know the show that you're talking about. Oh, man. Bored to Death. Bored to Death. That was it. You know, um, I, you know, I think the list is probably like... He was on Damages. Yeah, it's like him, Elizabeth Moss, and I don't know, I'm sure that... But those are like my two top... Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus on that list, yeah. But and so Ted Dan, I, I love the whole cast. They're all yeah. so good. Yeah. But there's something about watching Ted Danson on TV that, like, there's a certain brain chemical that gets released that I'm just like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. You know, uh, and I guess it's because like, you know, I watched like Cheers a little bit when I was younger, like way too young to watch it, and like also had no idea what was going mm-hmm. on. You mm-hmm. know, like Woody was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, Ted Danson, like, his performance is so good. It's so good. Because everyone else is, they're just, like, a human being, but he is not playing a human. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's so good. Yeah. I love it so much. It, it, Janet's pretty good, too. Janet is awesome. She is, like, his assistant, yeah. essentially. Um, I love the guy who plays Gianu. I hate him. But no, I, but he's so good. Like he's so good at that, so yeah. Good. Yeah. It's just all of the characters are so great, and um, and Kirsten Bell is like really good. And I'm not a huge fan of hers, but right. like I think she's yeah. so good in this. Um, and she's also played a lot of like likable characters, mm-hmm. right? Like That's true. Veronica Mars is great, and uh, whoever she played in Frozen, I don't really care for. Um, but she essentially is like the most unlikable person ever in this in this show. But like even then, it's she plays it in a way that's like it's, yes you can't help but like exactly kind of hope that like you can't you can't yeah. help but root for her yeah. even though even though she's a terrible she's, she's supposed to be a terrible, terrible, terrible person. person yeah um but it's it's this idea that i or it's something that's interesting to me about the good place it doesn't seem like a network television that's a good show. That's a really like a good network point. comedy. Um, yeah. Because it's so high concept. That's true. That I th- I'm actually surprised that like NBC like, Even, like let Greenlit them. It, yeah. yeah, Greenlit it, let them do this because it doesn't follow your traditional formula or model of what a it's network true. television show should look like. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think a lot of it is their faith in Mike Schur, yeah. who is, I think, He's my favorite. So he, really? The Office, Parks and Recreation, like anything he touches, like I think is like, is good. It's mm-hmm. gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but because it is so high concept, I also understand why it's only eight episodes a season or whatever it is. It, season it, one was 13. I, and then, so like Jen and I were essentially talking about it right before. We I don't like, think. Season I, two should be thirteen too. Right. So I, I went on to I couldn't find how many it yeah. was, but when I went to like the Wikipedia, yeah. it only had the first eight in terms of release dates. Yeah. I'm wondering if like I think it's probably at like thirteen episodes. Season. You know what? May, I wonder if it's um, like just the first eight until November sweeps, okay. and then it'll come. Do they still do that? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Right? So maybe it's just the first eight until sweeps, and then it takes a break, and then it comes back, like next year. Like early next year. Yeah, you know what? Um, IMDb has thirteen episodes. Oh, it listed. does have thirteen. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Okay, but okay, okay. guys, please watch this show. Yeah. it's so good. It's Very just good. really, really funny, and it's jam packed with jokes. It, you know what? What I appreciate about this show is, I feel like with a lot of like comedies, I know when like the jokes are coming. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know when there won't be jokes. I know when there will be. And this one, it's like. There's no fat on this show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, all, like, lean meat. It's all, like, every, like, second of the show, it's either giving you, like, information or plot or or laughs. Yeah. You know, and none of it is boring. That's the thing. You know, so, yeah, I love it. I love it. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Yep. Um, do you have another one? No, I just... There are shows that I'm going to... From last year? Yeah, so I, like, watched Designated Survivor, which is an ABC show. (laughs) Speechless, which is an ABC comedy show that I like. Um, Also, the thing about Speechless, it features... Its main character is a person with cerebral palsy. In real? In real life. Oh, Yeah, so they cast him. Oh, that's cool. And it's... It's really fascinating, like because they work that into all of the plots. Uh-huh. Like when he's communicating, he's using a board that uh-huh. he points to, and then like people like read the words, and it's just kind of fascinating. And it's just like a, it's a look into, a funny look into, um, a life of a family who mm. have to who has to deal with you know a child with special needs, um, and then Riverdale. Riverdale. Did you know? So I didn't watch it. It's on my DVR, but the season two premiere. Uh, Riverdale doubled in ratings versus its Whoa. season one finale, and they credited it to like Netflix, Netflix and just um, like Word over the summer binging. But that's I think that's that great. that and This Is Us, which has also gone up in ratings, are the only two shows who can say that because every every other show that's come back, I think, oh. has like you know dipped dipped. That's so it's a very interesting landscape. And it's a very um, 
rare claim to be able to make, mm-hmm. but yeah, Riverdale is like so good. Fun fact, uh, my wife wants to start This Is Us, mm-hmm. and so we'll be starting it soon. Pro- okay. is, is it is season one on... It should be on something. It'll be on something, like, right? Uh, definitely on NBC. Dot com, yeah. But uh, Hulu? Probably, probably. Okay, cool. Um, should we take a break and then we'll come back with Obsessions? Yeah. All right, so we'll take uh, another quick break and then we'll be back with uh, our Obsessions. All right, we're back. Um, so we'll, we'll go ahead with our obsessions of the episode. Do uh, you want to go first? Yes. All right, cool. Um, so I, like a lot of people, downloaded the new iOS update for my phone. I, yeah. I, what are your thoughts? I don't really care about right? most of the thing. Yeah. But it significantly changed one aspect of my phone. That a I big, a, something a I use, an app I use every day. Every freaking day. It completely changed the podcast app, yeah. the Google or the um, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast like subs- yeah, the whole the platform. Apple yeah. platform for podcasts. And um, one of my friends, Christina, was like, "Oh, I listened to my podcast on a different platform, but I just didn't feel like migrating over, and I was totally fine with the way it yeah. was on um, Apple. But this new update, like." I don't know. It just changed the interface. Like it makes it hard to find like the shows that like I was listening to, and um, I like to delete all of my episodes after same, I listen. And same. like sometimes I would unsubscribe from them instead of deleting the one episode that I was trying to delete. Like it just. I like threw my phone the other day. Um, I don't know. Not, like, thanks for pointing at <laughs> no. me. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, thanks. I you know it was on carpet, but like <laughs> I. I can't. So, like, I started Googling, like, what other platforms are there There are, and I found, um, I think this is the one that Christina uses, but it's called Overcast. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, it pulls all of the um, podcasts from, like, the Apple, like, RSS feeds and stuff. So, like, anything that's on my Apple, I, like, it'll... And so, like, it took a little bit to, like resubscribe to like all of the ones mm. that I had already subscribed to because it doesn't do it automatically. Oh, that part you have to Yes, redo? I think there is a way to do it, but then I had to go into my Apple to like redo it. So I was just like, you know what, it's just better for me to just like Right. Um and it has like like interesting features like um so you know I listen to all my stuff like one point five speed. Um which yeah. then now I can't listen to anything like regular I, I, I've tried speed. I've tried Jen, no, and it's so no. hard. I've tried. I, I swear can't listen I've to tried. anything regular. I like, <laughs> No, it's not that fast, but I'm just like, why are you talking so slow? But that's like the way normal people talk. I just can't listen to it that way. Um but then it also like has a feed like an automatic feature that will like shorten silences mm. and then it boosts volume. So this podcast that we're doing will be the first podcast that I'll listen to on the Overcast. first episode of our podcast that I'll listen to on overcast and I'll let you know how it goes. But, um, yep. Overcast. Screw you, Apple. <laughs> All right. Uh, awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll check that out because I also hate the new interface. Um, my obsession is where is it uh oh yeah my obsession is so we were i was thinking about doing this tv show as one of the fall previews because um it aired during the fall but it i couldn't so i just made the obsession because it started season three started airing in july or august i think and Mm -hmm. then it just ended october 1st it's called rick and morty um it is so good okay and my wife hates it why because she thinks it's stupid. Is uh, it? Ah, uh, yes. But <laughs> in like the best, it's like stupid in like the smartest way. I don't know if that makes sense. So it's essentially about this grandpa scientist who's a genius and his grandson who's like a moron. Um, and they just go on adventures together. But it's like super explicit and intense. Okay. Sometimes. Like um, adventures with your grandpa? Kind of, okay. yeah. Okay. It, it's, I think it started off as like this guy who did like a fake cartoon sketch that was like a parody of back to the future Mm -hmm. and dan Harmon, the guy in charge or the guy uh who was in charge of community saw it and was like yo let's make a tv show okay and it's it's so good i if you are into animated um you know adult like animated shows like you know simpsons or like south park um even family guy i'm not a fan of family guy but you know like if you're into that kind of humor, um, definitely give this a try. It's 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 funny. It's smart. Um, it's 
it just hit, for me it hits like a lot of checkboxes. This is you said the third season. Yeah, this is the third season. I've watched uh, all of season one. I'm on season two, and uh, I've seen like parts of season three. Are there um, who are the voices? Are they in- Justin Roiland? He does the Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Voices. Yeah. Oh, um, Chris Parnell does like the dad. Oh, you know? I like Chris Parnell. Yeah, he's good. Uh, it, it, the show is great. Check it out. Where can people watch it again? Uh, I think it's Cartoon Network. Um, you can just watch it on that website uh, and wherever. I'm sure you can find it streaming somewhere. I watch it on, yeah, I think I, I, I'm I like able to find like episodes randomly like on YouTube okay. and stuff. But yeah, definitely worth checking out for sure, for your, especially if you're into like the other like shows. Um all right, I think that's it. I think all that's right. all we got, yeah. right? Yeah, are we under an hour? Uh, we're at a min- an hour and like a minute. We did it. We did. <laughs> we did. I'll round down. We'll round down. Um, shout out to our listeners. Um, yeah, <laughs> the absolutely. The two of them, your mom yeah. and Paul. And, <laughs> and PP. PP listens to it too. And PP. Yeah. We're going to rename these two. To three people three. are listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we'll be back. In a few weeks, you know, to talk about more stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Remember to review, subscribe, um, and rate us on iTunes. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Everything's at No One Is Listening podcast. Um, and we're on Overcast. And we're and we we are on Overcast. So if you're listening via that, shout out to you. Um, so yeah, until next time, guys. Thank you so much. You want to say bye? Bye, guys. <laughs>